buzzers. Welcome to the Expanse After Show. We're talking about Dandelion Sky, episode 10. We have not one, but two very special guests in the house. You're going to have to stay tuned to see who they are. We get way more crazy, Miller. Do not go faster than you can in the slow zone because it's just messy. And uh, have we seen the last of Melba? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now. Let the buzz begin. There we go. We got the music going. What's up? What's the Expanse after show? Wait, wait. I thought, I thought this was RuPaul's Drag Race. No. <laughs> but we're going to get to why the special songs are special guests. Uh, my name is Carrie Lynn. We'll go around the table, then we'll get to our special people. Hey, guys. Rick Hong here. Hey, it's me, Cherry. And over on the couch, we got drummer and Naomi. Welcome. And why don't you introduce yourselves and where people can find you online. Hi, guys. I'm Dominique (laughs) Tipper. (laughs) I play Naomi Nagata in The Expanse. And um, you can find me at Miss Tipper on Instagram, M-I-S-S-T-I-P-P-E-R. And on Twitter, I am mi 55 T-I-P-P-E-R because I couldn't get Miss Tipper on there. <laughs> uh, hello, I'm Kara G. Uh, I play drummer on the show. This is my voice in real life. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm on Twitter at Kara G. Five E's. That's Five? a good way to express Five? it. Yeah, yeah. Did someone have four E's? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be special. Well, we're at two already. There's another carrot G on that. We are so yes. happy to have you both here with us. Thank you for coming in. Thank, Thank you. you. Now, uh, Kara, please tell me, why, why this song? Oh, well, because <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. Nice. It's my favorite show. And then I came in here and saw that you guys had all the, the afterbuzz for Drag Race, and I was, ah, oh, I was just in a RuPaul kind of mood. Nice. <laughs> and also, right before this, we were talking about, uh, apparently you don't really seem to get recognized, and I was, we were commenting your long, beautiful hair why. that we never get to see. <laughs> So I'm like you basically so RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> you are RuPaul. You I have am, that in like common. RuPaul, yeah. So yeah, people don't recognize you as much with the hair down compared to the pulled back. I think tight. it's the eye makeup too. Yeah, it's definitely eye makeup. Has that like severe black. Sh- yes. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess. No, people don't. Rec- and the voice. And, and also, I'm like, hi. <laughs> like, eat some Lucky Charms and hang out. Exactly. It's the opposite yeah. of drummer. I think. And yeah. you don't very smile. Sweet. You're very not. Yeah. Oh, there was a whole video. There was a whole video that was like, drummer doesn't smile. <laughs> <Yes>. That's <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to see that. And you are funny. always smiling. I won a, an award once for being the most smiley at like oh. a grad thing. So oh yeah, my God, it's the opposite so of Thank drummer. Uh, now, as I can already see, you both are very lively and have a lot of fun together. How much fun is it to work together on set? Oh my God. It's the best. <laughs> we have the best time. We was just driving over here like as if this is our life. Like we get to come and talk about our show that we love and that we love working on together. Well, it's and fab. it's so funny because in season two we met and then we became friends and I sort of would forget sometimes that I knew you from the show and then we'd be at work and be like, oh yeah, I get, we get to work together too <laughs> on top of being friends. And That's now fun. there's yeah. been some speculation, especially with this last episode, our uh, possible shipping between these characters because drummer saying goodbye <laughs> to Naomi was like really sad. Wasn't it? Yeah. T- tell us any inside scoop on this possible relationship or in the past oh. or and what are your thoughts on it? Both of you. I think it's one of those situations <laughs> where they love each other, but there's like, it, it, 
they can't maybe act on it. Like it maybe it's a bit subconscious as well. Like it's not as out in the open as. I think that uh, I think that it, there's definitely a feeling of that for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think so many people obviously are seeing that and reading that and it makes a lot of sense but you have to remember that the universe is changing before our very eyes and yeah. especially as belter deal. women who have earned a certain position to have a front row seat to the universe shifting you can't uh, shit where you eat I believe is how <laughs> yeah. I yeah. you know like they can't we, we can't don't have time for that so yeah. really time for it Although, as, I told, as I told Stephen Strait last week that Naomi does have a tendency to love the one that she's with like in confined so shots fired so okay uh, now, also, if you don't already know, we do have a live chat going on in YouTube. Welcome very much for all those joining us live. If you're watching it later, no problem. Please comment down below your thoughts on the episode and then share anybody uh, saying any interesting comments. And oh, uh, if you have questions for our guests, please chime in. We have Cherry on the chat. We have a Father's Day request. Carlos Vargas oh, wishes you to Carlos. say, if you could say Happy Father's Day to him, girls. Oh, Happy Father's Day, Carlos. Happy Father's Day. Oh, I like that awesome. guy. Hi, He's Carlos. Awesome. Yeah. He's Thanks loyal. for all your support, Carlos. Mm-hmm. Thanks for helping save the show. Yeah. Yeah, Wes posted a really cute uh, Father's Day photo on Instagram, which was adorable. With these bubbas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Uh, so let's dive into the episode. Oh, uh, well, I just, yeah. I just, well, wanted, we wanted to say congratulations yes. on season four. Thank I you. <laughs> Dominique, I'm always interested to know what you were doing this time <laughs> when you found out that, and Kara, when you found out that, okay, it got canceled, but then when you find out that it gets picked up. This is so anticlimactic, but I was sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, because when you woke up then. Do you know what happened, actually? Um, I had this really weird evening where I'm, like, really intuitive and, like, in tune with energies. And sometimes, like, on a Wednesday, even if I go to bed, I don't sleep when the expanse is on because it's like... <laughs> but what happened was my phone ran out of data, like, just before I went to bed, right? And I couldn't sleep. And I woke up in the middle of the night really anxious. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And then I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, no messages. No one's died. Fab. going to go back to bed. But then when I woke up in the morning, I realized I didn't have data on my phone. And I, I paid to get more data. And literally, as I pressed ding, the button, ding, ding, everything ding, ding. came in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, ah! <laughs> what the? F-? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how how it happened for me. Kara, how about you? Oh, I was at that crazy dinner at the yeah, science yeah. fair. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Was, <laughs> I was there when Jeff took the stage and he made us all stand up and we were like, oh, yeah, okay. This is she was repping the bell. What, what, uh, what's going on with it? And then he was like, the show's saved! And it was so theatrical. <laughs> I think I squeezed Wes's leg so hard. I left permanent... <laughs> fingerprints in it because it was like what's that is it, is it happening is it happening and it bah, it, was the craziest, it was the craziest night of my life and nice. you guys got a chance to talk to Jeff Bezos before the dinner did you guys say anything did you say save the show bring it back <laughs> no uh, we met him and it was you know it was lovely He he's a fan of the show so he knew who we all were and uh, yeah it was just we were joking about you know if it were to come back to shoot on location and 
outer space, which I am <laughs> into. I don't uh, get why none of you asked for a lifetime Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's really funny. I asked Stephen that last week. I said, you guys bond together before you agreed to come back <laughs> and want. tell him and say, yeah. hey, free membership until the run of the series. It was genuinely the yeah. first thing I thought about. That's what my brother asked for, too. He's like, oh, you're going to meet him? Can you ask for oh, a lifetime? so much shit like, on Amazon. Sure, Jason. Of <laughs> course, Jason. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm just grateful to have a series going, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, real quick, before we get in here, both of you talk uh, if you want to talk about your accents because Naomi the more she's been with the fellow belters the accent's gotten a bit stronger and then drummer has a very particular accent as well within the belter community how do you find that accent and what is it like um, for you to go deeper into it it's been a really it was a big thing for me actually when we was um, kind of talking about Naomi going back to her Belter roots and I just felt like it was a real thing that when you get back with your people your accent goes a little bit back more to to what it truly is mm -hmm. and um, I think it, it really signals it's really it signals her journey it signals what she's going through that she wants to belong and she wants to prove that she's one of them and so yeah, it was just it just felt like the right thing to do, and there was a lot of conversations about it, and I was really adamant about making sure that that happened, which everyone wasn't actually on board with that much, but then everyone came round, and it worked, I think. And there's been a lot of comments about it as well, where people are like, "Oh, I'm so glad you showed the code switching and what that's like." And I think as a woman of color as well, it's not that uh, far fetched from what my life is actually like. So mm -hmm. it was nice to show that not on a kind of race. Um, stage or race scale but on a planetism mm -hmm. one or whatever we want to call it for the expanse so yeah it was interesting I asked, I asked Steven to see if he would do it for us and he's like he's like no he's like no my, my accent would be awful doing belter oh he would never hear the end of it from us nah. <laughs> he was smart to not do it <laughs> yeah, and, uh, was. Yeah. and Kara you how, how was it getting into that kind of accent well I had watched all of season one long before I auditioned for it. So I was already a fan. And when I got the audition, I knew that, you know, this character is a belter. And so I listened to Jared's, you know, his monologue over and over and over. And I actually auditioned with the accent. And I think the casting director was like, what is this? <laughs> like, Can you do less of that? And I was like, no, this is who she is. So, um, so I, obviously I based it on, on Jared's work. And then we work with Eric Armstrong as our dialect coach. And He's amazing. he helps me, yeah, keep it consistent because mm -hmm. that's the biggest challenge. There's not, you can't go watch a film and, and listen to someone else speak the language and, and recharge. Like, really, the only words that are spoken in that dialect are what we've spoken on the show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and if you have someone uh, very, you know, magnificent come onto the show and has, say, like a little Irish lilt to it, <laughs> you have no. to be careful to stay in your lane and not get, you know, swept dreamy away. Dreamy-eyed, in, listening in to Dreamy him. David Strathairn's <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how version you, of it. Yeah, how you ladies thought of his his Belter accent. It's like, eh, you can actually kind of, it's, it's more like this than it is. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> we no were, way. like, the worst. We, we oh. literally Did you fangirl? Like, Hi, David. David, how are you? No, he is a brilliant actor. Yeah. Oh, my God, he's amazing. He's we were, like, kind not to fango and failing. He's a wonderful soul, too, and he's funny and, like, I don't know, we had a good he time together. He was so up for our fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're ridiculous, and he yeah. just, like, fully, He was into like, it. 
we was like, this is either going to go really bad and he's going to hate us or he's going to love us. And he, he was there for it, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's very silly. He has yeah. like a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the chat, Ed A. Latosh said hi. He was at this um, in SS and he was really yeah, big Ed. in the save. I love it. Hi, Ed. Bands. Hi, Ed. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Very beginning. Well, now we'll dive into the episode. Sure. <laughs> we have Holden. He has this video for his crew. Mel, uh, I appreciate that he's like, Miller told me to go. Honesty is the key. And communication. And he's like, don't follow me. <laughs> Which everyone um, is just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> From now on. Yeah. From now on, Naomi. Uh, uh, honesty and communication. I know. Oh. And Miller and Holden <laughs> talking. And they're like, uh, talking about how you're f- just following your program. And that's kind of a good question of, you know, human beings were essentially organic computers. How weird was it, uh, since you are not in that scene, what was it like watching Miller and Holden in this floaty space environment? Mm. I mean, I love it. I think that that where the show... And I've, I've read the book, so I knew it was coming, and I was so excited to see how they would pull it off. And I think it's so beautiful. And, yeah, it gets into you know, these really beautiful philosophical ideas of what it is to be human and especially when the nature of the universe is changing before our very eyes. I think that, I mean, those guys are such fabulous actors. I think it's beautiful. I, I did play around on that set, though. The yeah. black lights are so we fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, taking pictures, you're like, teeth on stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Oh, I love Thomas Jane. Nice. It was nice to have him back. Oh, yeah, no, it's great to have him back, and we'll get into And have him be coherent. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> that out. is very good. Poor very Holden is the patron saint of lost causes, is always there I love that you when said things yeah. are going weird. Uh, then we hop over Thomas Prince. Uh, there's a little bit of information that will be important kind of later, because they, I was like, wait, they said it specifically. It's any show. You're like, you said it or showed it. It's important. They are going 30%. Uh, below the limit as they go in uh, because we it's the slow zone you can't go a certain limit uh, which kind of happens towards the end which we'll get to that too Anna's kind of questioned about going in but she kind of ignores the guy I wouldn't say she ignores him but she's kind of like all right cool thanks bye because she's just so distracted did we think that was going to go the direction it went with that uh lieutenant Nemiroff Nemiroff I think a lot of people sing something like that would either A, make them question God, whether we're the only human Mm -hmm. beings or sentient beings. And for some people, if you're really religious, it might shake you a lot. And it was Mm -hmm. obvious he was asking for help to me. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's it's interesting, too, to bring, like, religion into Mm -hmm. this part of the show, which is really cool. Uh, Anna's been a great device for that, where it feels organic and it doesn't feel, like, forced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they go through safely. There's no problem. It does. They point out it doesn't look like space, which was cool. Then we get Miller and uh, Holden, and then they point out that there's something at the center, and we learn it's the station, but we don't really know what it yes. is. The Na- yes, Naomi's en route, and the MCRN ship is like you said. <laughs> it's like you need to stop. I like you're like no. <laughs> Listen, guy. I know yeah. she's just like yeah. What's it like for you working on that smaller ship? Because the Rosinante is a bit more room, and then you're in this like little pod. How was that? Set? I like it. it. I think it's indicative of her state and mm. and and leaving this thing that she thought she should be a part of, and then making her way home. And um, yeah, it, it's it's good, and I also like how it develops. 
Yes. So do you feel like uh, Cass did last season where he's just like, he's like, sometimes it's just me. It's just me that goes on set that day and I'm just sitting there by myself oh, and I'm just kind of, I was like thinking you're probably the same way for that, for that scene or for like that yeah. day that you went in. It's just like, no, there's nobody just else. It's so just lonely. me. But hey, it's good Rosanette. though. Yeah. I mean, it's more difficult for him, but for me in that moment, like mm. again, it was you good. Alone. She's alone and this is, you know, one of the first times we kind of see her on our own really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that yeah, it all served um, the work, which yeah. was fab. Nice. And uh, I also think that it sort of parallels Naomi being alone and you're being alone on the ship, surrounded by pretty much enemies, with um, Commander Klaus out to take your job. Bastard. <laughs> yes. Bastard. <laughs> she's gonna, yeah, she's like, keep giving me advice, bro. I know, it's she's a just, yeah. you just He's gonna mansplain yeah. it to you. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get the Martians and Bobby, which that's a, a so kind of cool thing. And you both had mentioned reading the books. So uh, currently reading the books right now with book three, it's exactly with the show, which has been really exciting because oh, I cool. was like, ooh, it's like right around exactly what's happening. A uh, couple differences, like which it's minor. Uh, Bobby isn't with the Martians, but I love that they brought her in sure. because that's a character like we need more Bobby. Have to see Bobby. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, to bring her back in the show. Uh, so they're going after Holden. Alex and Amos have a moment of, like, do we go after him or not? And they're all kind of freaking out because, you know, they don't know what's going on. And it's kind of sad but sweet that they get this moment of, one, Amos hasn't had fear since he was five, but that's a bit not a good thing. And then Alex is saying, um, I think we're all going to die or, like, humanity going to die. And just like, these boys need a hug. They're just freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. They're really? in the ring, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy in there. Uh, Melba's trying to get over <laughs> to the Rosinante because we get her for a quick minute, but whew, that character's fun reveal. We talked about that surprise. I know. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it one. coming. Yes. No, I didn't see that oh, yeah. at all. And good, she has it? to kill Did you not see it coming? No. I didn't ah, know who she was at all. Cool. Five. And she has to kill Holden, everybody, or it ruins her plan. Yeah. She's a little hard bent on doing this. I'm like, okay, when she gets to the point where she's looking at the thing of the safety radius of destroying the ship, I'm like, okay, she's just gone. This person she's is lost her mind. Yeah, she's so not determined. a sane person. Yeah. yeah. That's a positive way to look at it. <laughs> she has daddy <laughs> issues. Yeah. She really wants to prove something to her <laughs> yeah. father because yeah. she wasn't his favorite child. And I think she thinks this will make him see her. And I don't think, no matter what she does, it'll never make him see her as anything no, other than we've the seen a lot of that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, then we hop over to the behemoth with Drummer and Ashford, questioning oh. her, letting Naomi go. Uh, but I love the rebuttal of, like, well, we got the farming probes. We can refit those. Captain needs to know their ship. My yes. job. I was just like, come for me. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. With those scenes with him, do you ever have, and when you do one-up him, do you have kind of like a, what's up? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm the captain of the biggest ship in the history of humanity. I'm like at the craft table between takes, just like (laughs) eating snacks with a real attitude. No, it's ridiculous. It's like just like snapping carrots at him. Yeah. I was insufferable. The biggest ship. Sit down, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, that is a question. So, you know, sometimes on shows or movies when characters don't get along, they don't sit together on screen. Do you guys hang out? (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, I just joke about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. 
We have a question from the chat. CRS says, and this is to Dominic, but I think it's both of you guys. What was Naomi thinking during Drummer's rousing speech? Is she sad that it's not giving an emotional connection? And then I'll finish it off once you answer. Okay, what I was really thinking was like, God's sake, I just want to cheer along. Because that is actually my favourite moment in the season. And Mm. being Mm. there, it was like electric. We had this moment where we'd done like a table read as a cast, because we do it every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And she done the speech, and I was just like... She done it like properly, (laughs) but on set it was just it was incredible to have like everyone around and start stamping their feet. Mm -hmm. And I was annoyed to be honest that I couldn't get involved (laughs) and cheer. So every time someone said cut, I was like, yes, (laughs) Beltalona. And then we do a take again, and I'd be like, yeah. And then again, it was a nightmare, a whole brave heart moment. And I couldn't participate. We did a lot of extra yelling that day. Post cut. Getting that script, I was like, what a dream is this? It's amazing. (laughs) And we've got, and because we're in a a confined space, we have the same background performers all the time. And those guys were were just so enthusiastic and here for it. And like, just a it was dream. so gangster. It was yeah. fab, oh, and I was just there, have not allowed pouting. To even like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure I should be like, <laughs> part of this. I'm not oh. a true belter, but really inside, I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, that was one of my favorite. That has been. That it was, was one of my scene. favorite scenes. Yeah. Oh, Such, a favorite Such a good speech. Such a good speech. How cool to get to do. Oh. Fave moment. The dream. Uh, then we have, oh, I like that Bobby's the only one really able to get a hold of Holden real quick. She's like, mm-hmm. can I try <laughs> girl power again of gets him? <laughs> but apparently he just sounds a little bit crazy. Uh, just this, a little. Just a little bit. The yeah. station opens for him. How cool was that? Like, it's not like he goes through a door. It literally, like, goes Yeah, it was in. like a Rubik. Yeah. Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Miller kind of points out that there was a civilization there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Exactly. It's like a video game? Yeah. That's a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) That's exactly what they sound like. (laughs) (laughs) They point out that uh, the civilization was there, but very, very long time ago. Okay, now this is kind of um, where we were getting into it, but Holden Miller, they're like, he points out that the space are in some kind of machine. And needs Holden's help because he actually exists. That's when we get to what is Miller. And Miller says he's essentially just buttons in Holden's brain being pushed. So how did you interpret that explanation of what Miller is? (laughs) Cherry and Rick. I'm gonna sip. I've been thinking about that in general. Some of what he was saying to him, it almost sounds to me like Holden. The reason a he can see him is because there's something hybridish or something going on with him that he's the only one that can see and hear him. And then as far as what um, Miller is, I think Miller's intelligence or something is downloaded on something, which is why they're able to keep rebooting him. But I think as he gets rebooted more and more and more, he becomes more, not sentient, but more independent, where Mm. he's able to not follow their directive. Fascinating. I can only sit here and think of... They got poker faces. They got the best poker faces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rick, what do you think? I I can only think of like 2001. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, there's like Dave Bowman who gets, you know, he he turns... He turns into some higher being yeah. 
and it's kind of the same thing and shows up. Yeah. And so that's, that's the same thing for Miller yeah. with with Holden. Yeah. Uh the and during the mm. pause, yeah. audio Sebastian says the performances from both these actresses give me life. Thank you so much for all your effort. Aww. Bow down, ladies. You guys Aww. are awesome. Aww, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with reading the book, it's still not exactly explained, but I like the explanation of why Holden sees Miller is because one, they knew each other, and this is like a representation of whatever it is. This is a form Holden knows, and it's pulling information from his brain, and that's what he sees. Like, he remembers the hat, so whatever it is does that visual. And that, like, they don't explain what is causing it, but I like that you go, sure, that makes sense. If it's tapping into something that you are and your memory, and thus makes it easier for you to digest and process it. Because otherwise right. it's like, I don't know what it is. I can't um, trust you if you look like some yeah. weird being or well, something. Like yeah, <laughs> or some little green uh, men kind of thing. Yeah. talking to you yeah. about the fate of the universe. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that was kind of cool, which uh, it said, the Miller in the book says, like, Miller liked you. And so that's why also <laughs> comes to him. Uh, this is a little bit off-centered, yeah. but it seems to me like the intelligence that's from a different species or something. They're able to get into it, but it doesn't belong to them. Mm. Oh, okay. Dang it. Now, they got good They are not going to give in. Fascinating. Back to Anna. She has that discussion of, like, scripture versus creation, and just, like, when you don't get it, it just means you haven't understood it yet, which was a nice way to explain religion and how they fit into this world but then she learns about the suicide, and I like that she points out the euphemism of, um, no, yeah, it was just an accident, which it's sad to, um, it's actually a big thing for someone to do, and then to just kind of dismiss it as just, it's an accident is almost a disservice to the person in their life. Right. Uh, but I, I like that she handles it and does the uh, service and kind of gives tribute to him, and she feels bad, essentially, for ignoring him and being distracted. And feels kind of at fault because it's her job to comfort people when needed. How do we like where that transition went in the story? The suicide? The suicide and how she deals with it, too. And um, should she feel guilty or not? Is she at fault? Or, you know, just and the fact that they have a service. I mean, you're going to feel guilty. You're always going to feel guilty when someone comes to talk to you and like you don't spend more time Mm -hmm. talking to them or realizing or knowing that this person is asking me for some sort of help and I didn't sense it. And they took the most extreme way out yeah. versus, so, I mean, guilt for sure. For sure, guilt. And also, she was having a selfish moment. Her wanting to stay there, totally go- going against what her wife wants her to do, which was to come home. Mm-hmm. And I think that also infected how she advised Tilly into going to say hi to her mm-hmm. old friend. Yes. And I also think, you know, male suicide is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And men don't ask for help in the way that is necessarily help me mm-hmm. it's it's normally not that i have masses of amounts of experience with suicide but it tends to be if someone is reaching out they're doing it in a way that's kind of clothed in something else and yeah. i think you know he, i didn't think he was asking for help you know i wouldn't have she was a bit like okay bud i probably would have done the same thing but i think it's mm-hmm. nice that we was managed to highlight that in mm-hmm. in the storyline and maybe create a bit of awareness towards it i hope 
Yeah, that's that's that's, yeah. that's a thing too. It's just like the person like picking, saying, "Wait, yes. I remember the conversation, but where in that was where was, he was asking for help? Yeah, yeah, was my indication that yeah. they needed something more than what I was giving to them at that time? Yeah, yeah, and it's very timely with current events too of um, mm-hmm. how you know it's just, just talking to someone is part start of making things a little better. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely, I mean, you can't. She might feel guilty, but mm-hmm. it is in no way her fault. Yes. No, and no. nor could she have she known. She's got a lot yeah. of things going on. You no. know, I think yeah. that we often do look at sort of the people around and, and like, try yeah. to put, yeah. try to explain it in mm-hmm. that way. And Only for her in the sense that her job is to talk to people where I kind of go, I understand. Her guilt makes sense too because yes. she's like, that yes. is my job. But it's the yes. reflection which I think yeah, is interesting. Always. There's no mm-hmm. way it was her fault. But mm-hmm. the, yeah. the yeah. thing of going, oh, he was asking for help and recognizing that is what... I don't know, mm-hmm. struck a chord with me anyway. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Well, it's very real, and they put this mm-hmm. on a you know science fiction show. It's so nice when there are realistic things yeah. in a unrealistic show because then we as people can gravitate connect. towards it and connect with it. Uh, and Cherry, as you said, Tilly bumps into Melba and is like, yeah, what's up, Clarissa? I'm just like, she's going to die. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, here, here comes the Hulk. Oh, I was yeah. like, here comes like that crazy thing that she turns into. Yeah. Uh, and you're just like, oh gosh, no, run! Uh, so were you? Yeah, were you worried for her then when she went back? I was oh, like, she's I'm dead. Super worried about. Yeah. I was like, she's By dead herself because she did her uh, special thing. Yeah, uh, well, she was gonna yeah. kill her. She was ready to kill her. She's yeah. like, yeah, it's not I me. It's sure not me. She was actually. I was a bit like, come on, Melba. She wants to get rid of time. evidence. Yeah, yeah, don't. She can- Oh, but she has to yeah. kill Holden. She's got to kill the person who recognizes that. <laughs> She's very motivated. Yeah. You have to. So motivated. Yeah. She's ah. an organizer. She's a meeting planner. Okay. When you're a meeting planner, you're, you're very organized. Yeah. Someone asked in the chat, do you guys ever feel tempted to keep your tattoos? Oh. <laughs> well, you got a cool. bigger one now, too. That was cool. another little indication towards her um, delving more into yeah. Belter. What is it? Beltiness? Yeah, yeah. Belter culture? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Belter culture. <laughs> um, yeah, no, actually, I don't. I don't, don't think I've ever worn... We should do that next season. We'll, we should, like, hit the town. Oh, there's a few our... times, though, where I've, like, been in a lift, like, not taking it off, because sometimes I take it off. Uh, I'm, sure. Yeah. I'm sure I've told you guys this. Maybe mm, I haven't. No. Oh, no, um, remind us. And, like, guys... I will never forget this. I was in a lift, and this guy was looking at me a bit like... And I was like... <laughs> And then he was like, cool tattoo. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you're like, oh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> just like, totally play I off get like, like this real. like badass respect. I can see people mm. looking at it kind of like, you know, the thought process of like, so that's on big. her neck. Yeah. Not so much that one, but oh. when I, just this one. Yeah. That's on her neck. That must have hurt. Cool. <laughs> and the shave sides, sure. Yeah. Like I'm like this motorcycle queen oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I'm gonna do it next season. I'm going out with my yeah, tattoo and I'll see it. what happens. Yes. Or get real tattoos from the show. Get mad respect. Ah. Oh. oh yeah. Respect. <laughs> I'm into. <laughs> I'm very like? into it. I'm very get into it. Like, everybody yeah. get a cast tattoo. One something that represents it for everybody. A real tattoo. Yeah. Yes. Well, oh, yeah, just like, no. just, just no like the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Get a logo. Did they do that for real and really? I think so. Yeah. Everybody. The the original. No, wasn't it the original Suicide Squad. No, it was the yeah, Avengers. No, so, so, it was it, it was the original yeah. guys, except for Mark Ruffalo. Apparently, he decided at the last minute he's like, mm, I don't want to no do it. But like Robert Downey Jr., Jeremy Renner, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Chris Hemsworth—they all did their thing. Hmm. 
Should we yeah. 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 Just like a, yeah, I just yeah. got this neck tattoo on my shoulder. Not saying so, you gotta get no, a big one, but like a, a regular yeah. tattoo. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos. I don't think I'm afraid of pain. Oh, you don't? No. I don't like needles. Uh, Rick, you got a little yeah, something real yeah. quick. Okay, hey, After Buzz here at the network. We produce after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But now we need your help. We are asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Besides helping us a ton, here's what's in it for you. It caters specific content you already like directly to you. It brings you your favorite after shows so you don't have to seek them out. And it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that might interest you. Subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows we are sure you'll love. Since you've already tuned into The Expanse after show. Or actually the Sci-Fi Superheroes Fantasy channel. Uh, You might be interested in Preacher, which is coming out. Luke Cage, which we'll be covering, is coming out. Cloak and Dagger, we're covering right now. As well as I think we're finishing up on Into the Badlands. And remember, we have channels for other genres too. Please don't be shy about subscribing to them either. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be there optional. It's easy. Hit that subscribe button now for an even easier After Buzz experience. And if you let us know that you did in the comments, we'll shout you out on air. Thanks for being the best fans. We promise to continue to do our best to serve you. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, if you are watching YouTube, make sure to give that video a thumbs up. Click that subscribe button. iTunes, please uh, give it five stars because, you know, one through four just don't work. Uh, let us know how awesome it is to have these great, fantastic actresses in the house. And then also, you know, if your friends like podcasts, let them know that this is also a podcast. You're just like over there. Pose. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the very end, we got Holden. He's They have the constantly slowing down, which con- is like keeping me, like anxiety going up. I'm like, <gasps> Miller's like, you need to slow down. No, slow down. And you're like, no. And they, the beautiful blue chamber. Is that the black light space you're talking about? Mm. Oh, that's kind of cool. So was it, did it look like that or did it amplify the special effects? I mean, the special effects definitely take it to a next level. Yeah. But even still, when you walk through it, it on set, it's, it's like, Nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Uh, they got to complete the circuit. Who was nervous for him holding put his hand in? I was no. like, uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> season four. I'm like, no, I'm not nervous. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was oh, yeah. worried. Yeah. <laughs> I would suck it in. Yeah. I was like, it might hurt. (laughs) Ouch. Uh, And he has a good question point. Is Miller any bit still Miller? Which I think with what he says after, yes. It is him, but it's not really. The Miller he knew died, but this is kind of like an echo of him. Yeah, he's not 100% right himself. Yeah. Because he mentions no risk, no reward. The Martians show up. Now, it's funny. While I was watching this, Dominique was watching, and we both, and having read the books, you're just like, no, don't do it. Don't oh, I haven't do actually it. read the book. Oh, okay. I just get sucked into the show. Like, okay. I haven't read every yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm not in it. Yeah. I'm just like, ah. She was yeah. looking over at me, and I'm like, oh, no, don't do it. Don't. Because they go in. Did you guys think it was going to go south the way it did when the Martians shot, and then it just... Essentially, the station reacted to them firing their weapons. Did you think it was going to go that way? Yes. The, <laughs> Always the station was but very yeah. clear. Don't come up at me too fast. Don't yeah. be doing this. Yeah. Don't, Don't be doing that. Don't come at me. Don't come yes. at me. Slow your roll. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I sat there and watched the scene and I was like, oh, I get it. I was like, they get rid of Prax, then they kill, then they kill the other Asian guy. Uh, and they slaughter the people. Yeah. I was like, sure, oh, no. sure. Get rid of the Asian guy. I'm going to be saying that about people. Yeah. 
Jenny. <laughs> I normally say that about the black guy. Well, Max didn't die. I loved it. I, no, no, I didn't. But yes, he's not, not a main dead. character. Actually, yeah. I, no, yeah. I love the sequence where the guy gets like floated up oh, and then yeah. like, the suit comes off and then his skin comes off. Ugh. And I was like, yeah. Can I tell I, you guys uh, a thing? Can I tell you a neat yes. piece of trivia? Yes, okay, so yes. the actor who plays that role, his name is Simu. And he's in this Canadian comedy called Kim's Convenience where Jean Yoon, who was... Captain Yao of the Donager plays his mom in a oh, comedy yeah. and they're super funny. Wow. Oh, so oh my gosh, check it out. Okay. Okay. It's convenience. Like six degrees of Gene separation. Yoon. That's cool. I'm, I'm, like I'm going to cover the after show for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you can watch them all. Point. Like finally we get another Asian actor and then not around that No, long. that's fine. I was, I was happy. I, I didn't like that guy anyway, so. Oh, I didn't like that <laughs> He's guy anyway. He's in there for two seconds. No. He's in there for two yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ah. Leave comments down below. Were you worried when the Martians were in there and Holden's like, stop, don't do anything. And then, so... Holden puts his hand in. I'm going to have both of you explain what do you think Holden was seeing after when we see that stuff. What do you think Holden was witnessing? I think it was like looking at a computer screen that's scrolling through its memory. So he was Mm. seeing what the other intelligence or whatever it was, what they were, and they weren't exactly humanoid per se, and his mind couldn't really process it correctly. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's like Rick? the it's it's kind of like Neo, Neo like downloading yeah. into the Matrix, yeah. kind of that same. Sure. Yeah, that thing. Because mm. it's right. It's it's not going to be com- necessarily compatible. Yeah. You when you go from human <laughs> to alien or human to not whatever quite. it is, yeah. Uh, how did you like that sequence, ladies? We also get naked holding. Can we also say like I was like. <laughs> Hello. The best kind of holding. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so, well. To be fair, though, I, yeah, I, I thought it yeah. was funny that Dominique was here, and then the next week, yeah, there's that scene of the unit, yeah. and I was like, oh, I was like, sure, it's like we we can even ask her about that because yeah. it came after she left with but, your butt out. Are you talking about my? What are you butt? talking about? <laughs> no, I mean, is that, is that like, no, but what, what are you what are you talking about? Are you talking about? Oh, this. But, like, this no, but when you when you're on set, there's it a little like you like you read the thing, or it's just like, okay, this is the way we're gonna shoot you, and it's like. Oh, Do you know what though? Okay. I actually pushed because I. <laughs> this is gonna sound terrible. That's great. I really That's want great. everyone to believe the intimacy between Holden and Naomi, and I was like, we haven't really seen us have sex for a while. So how about you know in this scene? And I said, Stephen, you have always got your ass out, so I'll take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> it's refreshing, right? I actually volunteered to have my ass out. Um, and so we kind of, me and Stephen talked about that scene and we wanted it to look like that. So mm. it wasn't actually written that way necessarily, but we did have a moment where, you know, he's got his cock sock on and I'm in like a, I don't know, it's like a plus, yeah. like a band-aid across my <laughs> vagina and nipple. Oh, and we both derobed and looked at each other and I was just like, God, I can't unsee this. <laughs> and, you know, it's so unsexy, like yeah. unbelievably, but we trusted each other. So that was beautiful. But then I was like, oh, no one even like added me about my ass. This is a great show, clearly. The writing was so compelling. No one's even like, hey, nice peachy bum. Well, yeah. maybe it didn't feel awkward because I was like, without being awkward, you looked lovely. Thank mm-hmm. you. Nice, no, nice I was, assets. Aww. See, I know I, the whole time I was thinking about this, I was like, do I bring that up or do I not? And I was just like, I'll just wait for Karen to give me the cue. Yeah, I was like, all right, so the now most I'm going to. Like, no I was like, like texting you, I'm like, great ass. 
only person who was like dead ass. Wow. And I was like, I it's like you want to be complimentary, but yeah, you don't want to be I mean, weird. I, I am yeah. joking. Yeah, I do no, not want it's, people no. yeah. sending but me pictures of my ass. It could still be like, yeah. you were beautiful, and that was great to yeah. see the intimacy of the scene. Like, there's a way to compliment it without Which being like, did, creeper. I was just like, what a time to be alive. Yeah, we have the best Five years fans ago, also. Yeah. Everyone would have been like... Look yeah. at that ass. Well, no, yeah. it's funny too. Is I think last season when we had Wes on, it was oh. like one of the major scenes where he had his like shirt off and his like his all <laughs> he's all hulked and buff and everything. So it's funny that I think you, you mentioned it to him really quick. He like, looked good. I yeah. mean, yeah. did Steve? Obviously, you haven't spoken to Stephen about that scene. Oh my god! Because we talked to him last week, right? Yeah. Did you t- did you talk to him about well, it? No, we, we didn't know that scene was yeah. coming. Oh yeah, of course. So he had to like <laughs> naked like with a cocksock on, just yeah. naked jump from like. 20 feet in the air and do like a spin in the air that was what he had to do and he's like oh my god I landed and like (laughs) yeah oh no were you guys in the room what you do for the art amazing story (laughs) (laughs) amazing story what we do do for art kind of moment right I mean it looks beautiful oh it'd be so fun I would love it can you imagine just being naked and be like yeah and your boobs being like And the landing. (laughs) 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 Last last little bit of the scenes. We have drummer bringing it back. We got drummer and Ashford. And yeah, his advice slash help, quote unquote, uh, kind of like, yeah, they're talking about friendship or not. And I like you're like, you had to bring it up in front of everybody? Mm. Really? Yep. And uh, I like that she's like, I know exactly what you're doing. I got your game, Mm -hmm. homeboy. She's not messing around. No. And so then, you got a ship to run. And we have the, we have a problem. Da, da, da. <laughs> Good face, yes. I suppose we do. Yes. I suppose we do Ashford. <laughs> I love Diogo, Diago, but mm. I, he's young. And he, young. he yes. thinks he's doing what's right. And I think he thinks following a man is the way to Harari. go. Harari, yes. I like how they call him. Yeah, it's Harari. funny when they have characters do first and last name because then you're like, which one? Yeah, no, he's like, I think you should be in charge. And he's, but Ashford though is like, Shuts watch yourself, down. tread carefully. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He's being mm-hmm. manipulated so that he seems yeah. like a good guy when the crew rises up. He's like, no, me? Yeah. What? Who, me? Oh. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I wonder. I wonder. All right, let's do some rapid fire predictions and then wrap up. <gasps> CRS subscribed. Thank you, CRS. All right, uh, real quick, predictions. Cherry, do you have any predictions? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Naomi will finally somehow... Oh, prediction! Ah! Yes. Naomi will finally <laughs> somehow be able to get into the ship and repair the, the speaking problems. system yeah. okay. and then be able to broadcast out this was a fake. And oh. I personally think that... Dun, dun, dun. Clarissa Mal, Melba Cow, is the one that is paying for the reporters on the ship. What? All right. I think we have a couple more episodes before Anami actually reunites yes. with the guys of Rosa- like Rosanante because like I okay. think there's there's still a middle ground where she's got to yeah. like get filtered through before mm. she gets to them. Mm. And I want to say that I want to go in the deep end and say that doesn't happen until the season finale. Mm. Like they don't get together until the season finale. Oh, that'd be horrible. So yeah, uh, I'm worried because the end of this kind of had the thing of they all stopped. And I'm excited to see how they explain it for next time because it's not good. It doesn't look good, and it's you're like ah. So I'm nervous, and I want to see how they wrap it all up because how Tilly and Melba are out in the hallway. I want to know how they explain what happens to them. Yes. Mm. Uh, any other final thoughts? All right. Deanna McComb agrees with me. 
Diogo is still young and hopefully will someday remember Miller's advice. Yes. Uh, any, <laughs> uh, we asked Dominique before, but uh, Kara, any other projects? Kara, you are, any projects you're working on uh, that you can tell us about or anything yeah, you should uh, look out for? I just wrapped uh, shooting on a feature film uh, here in Los Angeles, which was my first like big American thing, so I'm excited Congrats. about that. It's a, an independent feature, I think, called Pulling Inward right now, although the okay. title might right. change. Uh-huh. Um, I, I starred in it with uh, Richard DeClerc, who is a fabulous actor. Okay. And also and, uh, my love. He's my love. That's okay. I'm trying not No, but yeah, so we got to we got to cool. star in a film together. So yeah. oh, that was really exciting. Really he cool. I met him actually. He was uh in Strange Empire. Mm. He played my husband in Strange Empire. It was where we it met. It was fate and destiny. Wow. Yes, well, but that was years and years and years ago now. Yeah. But so it was nice to work together again nice. uh, on a really on a really beautiful beautiful film that uh, we just finished shooting. So it will be you know a while before. Right. It comes out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with us, ladies. It was such a pleasure having Always a treat. you. Thank you. For thank such you. Such a joy. And thank so you. I love the energy. It's so fun <laughs> and adorbs. Uh, where can they find you? We'll go around. <laughs> You can find me, Cherry underscore LA, on Twitter and Instagram, and on The 100 on Tuesday nights. Hey, guys, I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media, at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G, and I'm on next on Netflix Picks. And then, ladies, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter at Kara G. Fiveies. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at mi 55 tipper and Instagram on Miss Tipper. Nice. Bruh, and bruh, then bruh, uh, my name's bruh, Carrie Lane. Bruh. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you Bye. next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Love you. We love you. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 